I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. These verses from 1 Timothy, 1 Corinthians, and the Psalms show us as Christians that God made us in his image for a purpose. But what about when you can't see that? What about when you can't look at yourself in the mirror because your coach says you need to lose weight in order to sniff the field? When someone verbally abuses you because of the weight you're already self-conscious about. God shows us that we are made in his image. But while we do live in a fallen world, it's hard to see that sometimes because Maybe we struggle with body image insecurities or eating disorders or so many different problems when it comes to our bodies. So today's episode will focus on body image and how Christian athletes should face this difficult topic. And it's a, it's a hard topic to talk about, especially for myself. Even if you've never played a sport before and you're listening to this, everyone to some degree struggles with this, both women and men. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today I do not have a special guest. I'm actually doing this one solo today just to see if I could still do it. No, but in reality, I really wanted to do this episode today because the subject really hits home with me, and I hope that my experiences with this topic can show people that may struggle with this, how to cope how to deal, and maybe even how to move forward with struggling with body image. So like I said before, today's episode is about body image and all the implications that that could have as an athlete or not. Body image is a growing problem, especially with social media so prevalent in today's society. On the athlete side, we're constantly told to you know, look our best, to constantly train our bodies, to feed our bodies healthy food, and to do whatever it takes to be at the top of our game when it comes to nutrition, physicality, speed, flexibility, agility, strength, no matter what. We look up to pro athletes that have God-given abilities and bodies that in actuality we probably will never be able to look like. On the other side of that, as someone that maybe isn't an athlete, body image is still a growing and it's a massive problem for so many people in today's society. There's so many people that post pictures or videos of them working out with great bodies and it's hard to look at that and still feel satisfied with the body that God has given us. So I think the central message for today's episode is just to remind everybody of how harmful we could be to ourselves and our mentality when it comes to our bodies. I really want to remind everybody today that God has given us our bodies. No matter if you're 
skinnier, no matter if you're a little bit chubbier, no matter if you're short, tall, no matter what race you are, no matter what your genetics are, you are a spitting image of God. I know it's so hard to live in today's culture that says if, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a perfect body, you need to get one. And if you don't have six pack abs, massive biceps and great calves, then you should work your hardest to get those. But trust me, I'm speaking from firsthand experience that no matter what you do, no matter how good you look, no matter how chiseled, how cut, how strong, fast, or skinny you are, you are never going to be satisfied with that. And the reason for that is it's simple. We live in a fallen world with fallen people with fallen expectations for ourselves. Having these expectations will only leave you with a broken physical body. I mean, we've talked about that so much on this podcast. It'll leave you with a broken mind and a broken spirit because every time you look in the mirror, you're going to see imperfection. But in all actuality, God sees you through his son, Jesus Christ, and he sees perfection through his blood. So I know this is the Competing for Christ podcast, and we usually talk about sports here and how, as Christian athletes, we should compete for God to give him his glory. And I think, obviously, that's my central message always. But I thought today, you know, I'd switch it up a little bit and have no one on and just speak from the heart. So if you do follow the CFC podcast account on social media, on you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you'll see the picture for today's episode is me when I'm about 10 or 11. And if you don't follow, please go do that. But the picture is me when I'm about 10 or 11. I, I didn't physically weigh a lot, but I was a chubby kid. I, I had a lot of personal experiences that I think changed the way I look at my body. Um, like for one instance, I remember for Halloween one year, I dressed up as the incredible Hulk. I mean, I covered myself in green paint, had, had the ripped pants and those cool bulky Hulk gloves that said Hulk smash when you hit something with them. The only problem was the Hulk is always shirtless because he obviously rips his shirt when he turns in this humongous green giant. But at 10 years old, I would already look at my body in the mirror and be self-conscious at what I saw. So when it came to Halloween, I felt ashamed to dress as the Hulk because, you know, I was so afraid that everyone that saw me would criticize me or, you know, look down on me because I wasn't the ripped Hulk being, you know what I mean? Again, I was 10, but I was so scared to walk around trick-or-treating because I just knew people would look at me and judge me and, you know, even laugh at me. But in reality, it was just all in my head. But that doesn't change the fact that it was a true feeling. So why do I tell this story? I think there's a lot of experiences in my life that are like that, where I feel so self-conscious. But I tell that story just because I wanted to give an example of how I have struggled with this in my life and I have personal experiences with that. And I think more people struggle with this than, you know, most people realize. And I think we have to be sensitive and understand that 
this problem isn't just going to go away as you get older. If anything, it gets worse. I mean, I'm a college athlete, and I still have problems with this. And I, I have talked to countless amounts of people, teammates. They're still self-conscious about their body. Just because you look up to, name, name an athlete, Michael Phelps, any NFL player, they have the quote-unquote ideal body. But ignoring it or saying to someone that struggles with this that you look fine is not how to deal with it. Before releasing this episode, I watched so many videos and documentaries while writing a script for this episode. And hardly any of the videos have God at the center of trying to get help, which is really concerning. But hear me when I say this. You cannot truly solve this issue without God's help. I'll get to more about the reasoning for this issue in a little bit. But, you know, in my experience, the reason why I struggled with this was first due to how I thought people perceived me. And then later, as social media became more prevalent, I would look at, you know, influencers, personal trainers, and people that I later found out were on steroids. But even when I knew they were on steroids, I still found myself believing that I could achieve the ideal body when in reality, I never could. I still, I still can't to this day. Even when I felt in the best shape of my life, I still would find little insecurities about my body. And the reason for that, I think, is because we, make, we can make our bodies a god. We can be so caught up in looking our best and being our best as an athlete that it becomes our own God. But like it says through all of the Bible, no little G God will ever satisfy like big G God. And I think that's something that we have to remember. While doing some research about this issue, some of the stats were just shocking to me. According to a study about ESPN on college athletes, approximately one in five female athletes struggle with this. More than 60% say they have some sort of eating disorder. And I know as a male athlete, I don't like to talk about this, but there are a lot of male athletes that struggle with this. I watched a video that interviewed about a dozen female athletes, and almost all of them said that the reason they struggle with this is due to the sports they play and the constant demand of perfection that is placed on them. They mentioned something that stuck out to me, really. They said, we are told to train our bodies to be the best at our specific sport, but when we don't have the idea of body that society says, then we are looked down on. There's a double standard that says that you have to perform, but also look the best, but you know it's impossible to do. When they said that, in that moment, I realized that social media has such a far greater impact on the issue than we realize. Social media can be used for amazing things, don't get me wrong. Like, stay in contact with people that you grew up with, uh, showing off a really big fish that you caught. <laughs> but it also can be so harmful for mental health and body image. Whether we realize it or not, we are constantly, constantly looking at people and comparing our lives, you know, our situations, and even our bodies to them. Trust me, I'm not someone who is against 
all social media. I try to use it less than I once did, but I'm still guilty of this. Comparing my body to someone I've never talked to and thinking that if I could look like them, then I'd be happy. The truth is it never works. I'm never going to look like them because like the Bible states, no one is created the same. No one. Whether it's the genetics that make up a body, how much we work out, or how many filters and Photoshop tools we use on the pictures, you will never truly find perfection. Just look at people that constantly get Botox and treatment in order to change their body through surgery. They always want more. They always want something else in order to achieve what they think is perfection. Social media has harmed a lot of people's egos and images of themselves. And I think the one and only way to fix this is through God. We, we don't have to be satisfied with our bodies, but we can be grateful that God made us. We can look at ourselves and say, hey, I, I'm, I'm loved even if I don't love the way I look sometimes. In an interview with John Piper on DesiringGod.com, he says throughout the interview that no matter what you do, your body is going to dissatisfy you in some way. He does offer ways to cope and you know how to measure if the way we exercise, eat, and work out, work out our bodies is sinful or not. He lays it out in three questions. One, is that pursuit a genuine desire to defeat sin in my own life? Two, is that pursuit of fitness a genuine desire to become more useful in serving the temporal and eternal good of others? And lastly, three, is my pursuit of fitness owing to a genuine, expressing a genuine desire to show that Christ is more valuable to me than my looks or my health or my reputation as disciplined? When I read this, I loved this because he lays it out plain as day. We've got to ask ourselves, is the way we exercise or do not exercise, is that to glorify ourselves or to glorify God? If it's to glorify ourselves, then there's something wrong with that. When thinking about these questions that John Piper asked, I thought about my first year of college. I I would say I was in the best shape of my life because I wanted to impress my new teammates and be at the peak performance to get on the field for playing time. At one point, I was working out six days a week with practice, class, and minimal social life at that time. Then all of a sudden, I got hurt. I, I couldn't do anything to train because I couldn't walk. Then I gained some weight and lose that perfect body that I worked so hard to do for myself. That was the problem right there. I, I did it for myself, for my own glory. At that point, I, I had really an identity crisis because I hated myself and I, I, I felt useless. Take it from someone who has been there. Don't let it get to that point. Don't let it get to a point where, you know, if you miss one day of working out, you feel fat. Should you exercise? Yes, of course. But don't let it become an idol. Our bodies will not last long. In actuality, we have on average about 70 to 75 years with them. They aren't, they're not going to last forever. 
Even the most fit person to ever live is going to die and is going to have to answer to Christ on Judgment Day. But my advice to everyone that is listening to this is, yes, work out your bodies, but do so to glorify God. I know that may sound kind of redundant because it just seems like that's always my answer to every question and issue that athletes face. But it's true. I mean, everything we do on this earth as Christian athletes should be to glorify God. And working on our bodies should be included in that. If I had to leave you with one piece of advice to everyone that's listening out there, it would be to first ask God to help you through your insecurities and struggles. And then it would be to just be there for each other. Because whether we realize it or not, most people have a hard time talking about their God-given anatomy. Have those tough conversations. Be there for someone who has a hard time with this. As someone who has and still struggles with this to this day, I just want everyone to hear me out and know that God still loves you. Whether you have gone through something that makes you more self-conscious about your body or you scroll through Instagram looking at bodies you wish you had, remember that Christ died for you so that you can be perfect in God's eyes. You may not realize it, but like the psalm verse says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. So as I start to wrap up, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Community for Christ podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and leave a rating and review however you're listening to this. Uh, like I mentioned before, follow the account on Instagram and Twitter at Competing for Christ podcast. My last thing I will leave you with is just remember that no matter what God is going to be there for you and he loves you. And I'll talk to you next time.